are you going to tell anybody to pick a special interesting highlight when they don't have the foundation? It's the fault of the coup d'etats. It's the fault of the school system, the, the changes. It's crazy. It's politics. It's social. Uh, I don't even... <laughs> <laughs> Back into the studio to bring you another episode of Showbiz University. Guys, listen. I appreciate all the comments that are coming in from you people. When we started Showbiz University, I was thinking to myself that it's going to be a podcast for a very few people who love just entertainment. But you guys are just showing me massive love and the comments that are coming in like, King, I think Showbiz University, you can add this. I think Showbiz University, you can do it this way or that way. Guys, I appreciate it so much. God bless you two times for always doing the listening. This is what I really want you guys to do, yeah? Tell two friends of yours that there is a podcast on Media General Portals that talks everything entertainment. It's called Showbiz University. It's hosted by King Kweku Mensa, and it comes your way every Friday on Spotify podcast, on Audiomark podcast, on Google podcast, and Apple podcast as well, as well as all our social media platforms. And let's have fun, Charlie. I, I, I love the whole gang I'm creating around Showbiz University. The university is gradually getting filled up, if I do say so. Yeah, and, I'm, I'm, and I appreciate that. So today's episode of Showbiz University, we are talking about music identity. But before we do that, let me run you through how Showbiz University going forward, starting from this episode, is going to sound like. So there is going to be a segment called Just Corner, where we have Ceci. Ceci is a female voice. Ceci will come over and come and share with us some of the viral headlines in entertainment, in our entertainment space. So it's called Just Corner. It comes your way every Friday on Showbiz University. We talk about everything entertainment headlines, the viral ones, the ones that people are talking about on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok, what is driving the conversations on our radio. Then we have our lecture time. So the lecture time is when you hear my voice deliberate on topics that your average entertainment show on radio wouldn't talk about. We bring on board resource people to come and share the opinion on the topic. That's called lecture time. Then we have another segment called your mind day. So this is what your mind day uh, entails. So your mind day, I put out a question because I love you guys so much. I put out a question and uh, you out there listening to Showbiz University get to answer the question on our social media platforms and uh, Showbiz University's uh, post. So you answer the question that I'll put out on every episode of Showbiz University. Then in our next episode, I get to read your answer and give you a shout out wherever you're listening to me from. Yeah. You're cool? Awesome. So I'll, I'll be giving you the question for episode four at the latter part of the show. And we have our final segment. Since Showbiz University comes your way every Friday, we sort of start the weekend because the weekend, Saturday, Sunday, you're probably home washing or watching some movies and all that. So we want to take it upon ourselves to give you 10 banging songs you can jam to whilst you're home. So Showbiz University, we call it Weekend Playlist. We'll be bringing you 10 banging 
banging songs that you can jump to whilst you're home. We'll curate the playlist for you on our Spotify and on our Apple Music pages so you can stream the songs whilst you're home. Jump to it. Tell me what you think about it in our so on our social media portals. And let's have fun. So yeah, let me run you through it again. So we have lecture time where we discuss things. We have Just Corner where Ceci comes your way to tell you three headlines or more in the entertainment space. Then we have Your Mind Day. Your Mind Day is when I ask you all the questions. Yes, 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 yes. And then you get to answer it for me. And we have Weekend Playlist as well. So Weekend Playlist, I give you my top 10 banging songs and you get to jump to it during the weekend. Yeah. So welcome to another episode of Showbiz University. This is episode four. My name is King Kweku Mensa. If this is your first time listening to me, welcome, welcome, welcome. So today's topic, we're talking about music. In December, I happened to find myself at an all-diaspora party. It was a pool party organized by Black Star Line Concert. I, I don't know if you guys attended it. Yeah, yeah let me brag a little bit. So I, I got an opportunity to MC that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I happened to find myself at an all-diaspora pool party with all these people from America and other Caribbeans and all that. Very few Ghanaians in there. And the DJ was playing solely Afrobeat music. He kind of mixed Ghanaian Afrobeat artists, Kamido, Kevin Boy, Jackie Song, to the Nigerian Afrobeat artists as well. But the Nigerian Afrobeat artists' music were more than the Ghanaian Afrobeat artists that he played. Oh, no, it was a lady. She played. One guy walked up to me. It was like, we were trying to have a conversation. He asked me, yo, are you Nigerian? I said, no. I'm Ghanaian. My name is King Kweku Mensa. It says, that's cool. So what song do you people do in Ghana? So, dude, how long have you been in Ghana for? And uh, that's my accent though. <laughs> how long have you been in Ghana for? And he told me, he was like, he's been listening to, but almost every time he tuned into the radio, they play Afrobeat music and he knows he's in Ghana, but all the songs that they are playing are from Nigerian artists. So what is Ghana known for when it comes to music? He asked me that question, I paused a little bit and I was asking myself. So I told him we're known for high life music. And then he, he said, I should mention a popular high life musician now. I said, um, Kevin Boy. And he said, Kevin Boy, that's Afrobeat. I said, Afrobeat is from high life. He said, I'm lying. Blah, blah, blah. We went on. So I, I had time December through to now been thinking about it and talking to some people. What is Ghana's identity when it comes to music? Like, what are we known for? I know for a fact, I don't know which generation you're, you're coming from, if you're listening to me, but if you're from the 90s, 80s and all that, you can hit your chest and say Ghana music or Ghana was known for high High life music in the 80s and 90s. Yes, high life music. I mean, high life music has been Ghana's biggest, biggest and one of the world's most important music genres. No two ways about that. Up until the introduction of hip life in the 90s and other music genres along the way. You understand? And I think personally, I think personally that the whole tag that Ghana, the, the geographical position of Ghana as the gateway to Africa has sort of exposed the country to a lot of cultures and a lot of influence. So if you ask me, in recent times, Ghana has sort of adapted to 
other cultures and other genres, even in our music culture, so much so that we sort of do almost everything. Now, if you look at Ghana's musicology, we, we have regular dancehall artists. Rocky Dawuni is there. Stoneboy is there. We have Shatawali there. We have Samini there. We have other reggae dancehall, Raskuku and co. We have Afrobeat artists like Kamido, like Jackie, like Kwame Eugene, like Kiddy, like um, um, Kevin Boy and all that. We even have our piano artists. When we have Asaka artists, we have sick rappers, Manifest, Sakodie. We have Lyrical Joe, Kenneth and uh, Jebad and co. They do drill music, which is from UK. You get it? So the gateway of Africa has sort of exposed Ghana to a lot of culture. And I think it's hurting our identity when it comes to music. I think so. Because now when you look at our top 10 or our top 5 biggest exports when it comes to music, we do not have a high-life artist representing Inda. Stoneboy is known as an Afrofusion artist or Afro dancehall artist. So he he can boast of being a dancehall artist and has won a couple of awards in that in that cycle in that music genre. Camido Afrobeat. Kevin Boy Afrobeat. Kevin Boy that's sick high life music, but he's consider or he considers himself as an Afrobeat artist. You get it? So this question led me into having a conversation with a music producer who has over three decades of production, audio production under his belt. Apiatus. You know him. He has produced musicians from high life era to Afrobeat era now. And he has championed music journals that could have led Ghana or given Ghana an identity on the international market. But for some sad reason, we dropped it. I'm talking about Azonto music. So Apiatus is my guest for today on Showbiz University and we'll be talking about the music identity of Ghana. And Apiatus is not only my guest for today, high life and hip life musician Ochiami Kofi, who used to be part of a formidable music group in Ghana in the early 2000s. I'm talking about the Achiamis which consisted of Ochiame Kwame, who still does music and uh, considers himself as a hip-life artist, and himself, Ochiame Kofi. So these two gave us bangers back in the 2000s. And uh, Ochiame Kwame still does music, but Ochiame Kofi has digressed a little. He does broadcasting now. Apiotus, welcome to Showbiz University. Let me ask you this question. With your years of music production in Ghana, what would you say has contributed to Ghana struggling to assume an identity in music on the international market? Um, that thing there is difficult. Ghanaians, they like to change. And I think it's been a problem. We like to change, even when it's not necessary. You know, we just always want to see if this one also do what. And we leave the rest behind. But if you go to America, hip-hop is still there. Rock music is still there. Country music is still there. If you go to Nigeria, they still have juju music. They have added Afro beats and they've stuck to it. If you go to Jamaica, they have dance or they still have reggae. They didn't leave it. So if you go to highlight, Nigerians can't challenge us. They can't. And then we'll own. We'll own that and we'll be big. We left High Life. We left, um, how do you call it? Um, Azonto, all those Akaida and we Now we are playing um, Afro because I started from here. I did OYA way before Nigerians thought of doing anything, you know, and that is an Afrobeat song. You know, they picked the vibe from there and they made it their own. So I don't blame them. They've taken it. It will be difficult to take it from them. Very difficult. I don't know how they're going to do it. But most of the artists are doing Afrobeat and they are doing it well. But, you know, we just want to keep changing. Now they are following Ama Piano, which is uh, uh, South African music. You can never claim that. You know, we are claiming dance or you can never claim it. It's still for Jamaicans. 
It's funny you're saying that. Ochami Coffee, Ochami Coffee, let me ask you. Do you, would you agree with what uh Apiatris is saying that Ghana currently has no identity when it comes to music genres? Ghana has always been the bane of music. We have so much. And these musical timings have influenced music in West, East, North Africa in general, in so many ways, including the brand new Baby for Africans, which is Afrobeat. The basic, the foundation of Afrobeat is Ghanaian music. Listen to your radio stations. Calculate the time that everybody spends in the 24 hours. Check the content on the radio. Check how many, okay, what percentage of it is high life and what percentage is any other thing that plays. High life has even more influence than Afrobeat as it stands now. Afrobeat content is not enough to fill 24 hours for radio. They fall on past records, so is the old recurrent and current songs. If you do the math on these things, you realize that High Life is still formidable. Well, that's a solid point. We had, we used to have High Life, no two ways about that. High Life was big in the 20th century. Hip Life came and did its thing right after High Life. Reggie Rockstone, yourself, Ochiame Kofi, and all the guys appeal to you, produced a lot of high, uh, Hip Life musicians. Then Azonto came, appeal to I can remember very well, 5-5, Sarkodier, EL, Gasmela, um, Fuse ODG, all these people, Azonto, came to have its moment and even went global. Fuse ODG featured a lot of uh, foreign acts even before the Nigerian, uh, Nigerian brothers started featuring them. And... To, to even talk about Nigerian brothers, they started doing Azonto music as well. They started doing Azonto music as well. But Afrobeat is the new thing now. As a music producer, Apiotus, how do you think we can sustain music journals so well that we can boast of it like how we used to in the 20th century, like what we used to do with High Life? We can boast of it as our identity. I think the artists want to follow trends. We never will be You see, because there's a saying, and that is worrying us. You know, we can always um, style our high life, style our Azonto, and Azonto to go the, the whole world, and we actually left it. I can't imagine Nigerians trying to take Azonto. We got angry, the whole Ghana. Now they gave the thing back to us, then we put it down. <laughs> Drill music is not from here. And want to claim it. How are you going to claim that? We know it's a hip-hop from America. You can't. Americans will not leave it for you. <laughs> hip-hop is not for you. you. No matter what you do, it's not for you. You can't claim it. Because imagine that they say there's a competition, right, between me and Dr. Dre. We are going to play high life. Who will you bet on? But if it's hip-hop, who will you bet on? Simple. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I'm a Ghanaian, you're a Ghanaian, but there's no way you bet on me when it comes to hip-hop because you can't trust it. You will appear win. You see what I'm saying? But if they say high life, you say, ah. But that way, he will lose no matter what he will lose because he doesn't even understand it. Mm. Achami Kofi, would you want to add your, your voice to this? Yes, yes. In as much as uh, I want to answer your question, I want you to also understand that her life is not an easy kind of music to make. You're making the easy music and it passes quickly. Every other music that is being produced right now, you realize has a very short lifespan. It doesn't take long for it to expire yeah. and you're looking for the next thing. For you to be able to compose a very good her life song, you must understand music. There are rigors in there that you must learn. The kind crop of music Musicians are lazy. They don't understand. And you cannot practice what you don't understand. So it is not like they are refusing. They don't know how. There's a difference. So 
the people that know how, when they bring it in, you yourself, you are giving me the testimonies here that it always becomes a hit. So if you know how to use it because you know it, then you can actually bring about it anytime you want and you will make the difference. So they should go learn what the high life progressions are, how you compose the high life. Once you know the law, it's easy to break it and not get caught. All right. So there are those who also believe that Afrobeat, when it came, came to sort of kill high life completely. Now uh, people are confused if Afrobeat is high life or high life came from Afrobeat. Or Afrobeat came from like, they're just confused. People are saying it was Fela Kuti who did Afrobeat. People are saying like there are a whole lot of um, 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 what you say. There are a whole lot of stories or narratives about Afrobeat and all that. But do you think uh, Afrobeat has come or came to kill high life music in Ghana? Now we don't have any high life musician. All of them are saying they do Afrobeats now. Appear to, so you can take that. Afrobeat music is high life. Afrobeat started cha, 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 right? Then now they started adding things. But this ka, 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 isn't the Wulomet, this where you play the kong, 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 Java. It was not Nigeria, it was the name we play kong, 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 kong. If you went on long, that's what I used to hear. Then we used the clap sound. We just changed the sound to clap. Cha, 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 cha. And Afrobeat started from there. So, so Afrobeat has not killed high life. Music. No, just evolution. But Nigerians took it. They are fast. Nigerians are smart. They realize Ghanaians are delaying too much with this Afrobeat. Because Afrobeat was what they are doing for Francois. You know what I'm saying? And then this guy took it, changed it, you know, whiskey, and did some things. And this guy helped Nigeria a lot. And power. all of them started doing it. And they had the numbers, and Nigeria had the numbers, and they took over. Ghana is very powerful. We are, we are not that many. But if we, we decide that, okay, we are all going back to this. I have done a song for Pat Thomas and Sarkodie, you know, Muakuma Damien, crazy tune. You know, high life. Nobody is pushing. We should create something that we own. And even if you want to infuse, we know that this high life, you have added a little of a piano. Simple. Because now, if you go anywhere they say Ghanaian music, people start looking at Nigerian music. And it's bad. Yeah, it's bad. Because when they say Afrobeat, people don't see Ghana as Afrobeat country. They see Nigeria as Afrobeat and Afropop. You know, even though we started it, they are, they are claiming it with force. So I feel like, Charlie, I can't blame Nigeria. It's our fault. We have to patronize it. We have to use it on our TikToks, everything, for people to... Because, listen, Amapiano has been there for some time now. It was quite too, right? And they just changed the way they play the bass, and they said it's called Amapiano. Hello. They sing all sorts of things. All sorts of things. They, they can do... And boom, it's a hit. Yeah? And they are dancing to it 24-7. One year is too much. We want to change. Yeah. So what we didn't used to be like, because high life was there for years. Then all of a sudden, I don't know the crop of new human beings in Ghana, you know, so <laughs> they want change. And that's, yeah, change is good. You know what I'm saying? But then you don't have to believe in what is yours behind all the time. You need to keep it. Achami Kofi, you have lived in an era where hip life was the ish. High life was the ish. And you are in this era now. You see what goes on. Uh, you hear what goes on on our radio. Like, hell, you play some of the music yourself too uh, on, on radio. Do you think high life has outlived its moment? That's why we now hear almost 
on every radio channel. We we now hear more Afrobeat music and high life hip life and all the journals what will be only played on Thursdays like as a throwback song. Is not the in thing now is the fact that it looks like it's run its course. It's not the popular thing. It doesn't mean that it's, it's faded. It's not the popular thing. What is left for us to do is to look into it and look at how to reinvent it and make it much more attractive for the rest of the world. If we should look at what has been produced, which became the most popular thing from time to time and look at history and look at influencing those kind of music. I think from the same highlights then we can produce something which probably will be even bigger than the Afrobeat. Don't you think you and other veterans in the music industry can create an agenda to sort of reignite the spirit of high life and force the current crop of musicians to do it maybe release if they're releasing an album at least every musician would have one high life or two high life songs in it sakodia did it on the merry album and it was a big it was a big deal all the high life songs on it were dope shatawale even a dancehall artist has won high life musician high life song of the year before kevin boy has done that episode released that here and he now has obra on there so don't you think it's about time you guys set an agenda and start a whole movement to make high life Ghana's identity again? Agenda is everything. Politicians set agenda and then one person wins and becomes a, a, a president, right? Mm. It's agenda. They say things that you can't even imagine. I will do this, I will do this, I will do this. Are you getting me? And then people believe them and vote for them. So if we set an agenda as a country that we are going back to high life, oh, what do you think? Hey, agenda is not one person. One person and set an agenda, but it has to have a team to make it work. They all have to agree. Agenda needs money. To do any propagation of anything, you need money. People have to be paid for services to, that are, they are going to render for that to happen. Ghana, you only see um, people patriotic when Black Star is playing. Even that the players are shaking. I asked as a manager sometimes, I said, Charlie, the things that go through your head before you hit the ball, you are thinking, what if I don't score? And if you start thinking that way, you can't score. Because you are scared. You are shaking. Your nerve system is not even in place. You understand what I'm saying? If you can't put things aside and the insult, that alone comes there. Social media, they, so there's pressure on you before you even hit the ball. Oh, there's too much pressure on Sarkodie, on Shatawale, on Stoneboy, on all these alias artists to prove something. You know, the old guy, like that Luma, he doesn't care about anybody. If all the artists could have the attitude of that Luma bring a song today, do you come and hate? Why? Because he doesn't care about what you, he's doing his own and he's going at the pace and time he wants. But most of the people are under pressure. Fans are saying this, this one, too much pressure that's not needed. What it is, is if all, imagine Shatawali is doing high life, Snowboy is now doing high life, everybody's doing high life. The young guys who are coming out are doing high life. So the airwaves is filled with high life. Don't you think it has come back? Mm -hmm. And the thing when it comes, no, you don't hustle, then the thing will hit. Are you getting my point? So I don't see a problem, really. How about you, Ochiami Kofi? Do you think this agenda will be able to make the impact appear to is talking about? Afrobeat works in the shadow of high life. High life is taking a very good rest and it is very prime for the people who understand its rules, its regulations, its rigors. It's, it's ready for the people who can actually apply it and get the most out of it. You realize that intermittently these artists will go to high life and always shoot them up the ladder. So it means that it's that old man sitting there and asking you, come to me and I'll make you fishers of men. Afrobeat itself lives on highlight. 
from quarter progressions, we will play major. Most of our life artists will play the major and then Afrobeat will play with the minor chords. It doesn't change it. If you play minor and you play the high life feel and you, you take out the very obvious guitars and fill it with synthesizers, it's high life that you have redecorated and given another name. So it, it never died in the first place. You are just walking in the shadow of it. You see, back in the day, when you look at all these high life giants, if your history goes all the way to pop chain, you realize that they were encouraging the students to form bands and stuff mm. like that. The thing about bands is you practice. You have to learn to be able to play certain kind of music and everything. All of those things are missing. How are you going to tell anybody to pick a special interesting highlight when they don't have the foundation? It's the fault of the coup d'etats. It's the fault of the school system, the, the changes. Now we have double track systems. We, we have things we've never heard of before. The length of the time we used to stay in school, we are graduating people faster for less job communities. It's crazy. It's politics. It's social. Uh, I don't even... <laughs> it's everything. We Listen, when they say that our forefathers were fools and they didn't know much, but we had clear water. Today we are sensible. We are educated. Look at the color of our waters. That is the problem. All right, guys. Thank you so much for spending time uh, teaching us uh, during the lecture time on Showbiz University. We're sure to call you back whenever we need your services or whenever we need your knowledge on uh, or in Showbiz University. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, guys, the, the voices you heard were that from Apia Tools. He's a seasoned music producer. He says he's produced over 3,000 songs and 200 and something songs are monster hits. And he's aiming at putting this or filing this up for Guinness World Record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're rooting behind him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Nigerians can do it, we can do it too. I said it. <laughs> anyway, so more, more vibes to our P2s and thanks so much to Achami Kofi as well. Achami Kofi, by the way, has quit his radio career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has hanged his microphone. He's no longer a broadcaster with ABN. Yes. I don't know what's next for him. Oh, I forgot to ask him. But yeah, that's what we have for lecture time today on Showbiz University. I hope you had something in your knee now or you had something jotted down that you can defend yourself when someone asks you what is Ghana's identity when it comes to music. We'll expand this topic some more, speak to some Afrobeat and high life artists and also take their two cents about this. Do you think High Life is still formidable when it comes to music journeys? And why are you people not doing High Life? Why are you people not doing High Life? So that's about it with lecture time. Now let's move to my next favorite segment, brand new, being introduced. It's called Your Mind Day. I mean, the worldly people, I'm just right, Lucifer. We are with the guy. Something is wrong with you. So question that I am asking you today, and this question was inspired by a close friend of mine. He's 35 years now, and he still lives in the same apartment with his parents. So his situation kind of inspired me to coin up this question. And I'm asking you listening to me right now, what age do you think is, an, is appropriate for an individual, a person, to leave their family or parents' home? to their own place at what age at what age do you think a man is supposed to leave home and then go go do his own thing elsewhere at what age or what age did you leave your home are you still with your parents yeah because <laughs> i know it comes with a whole lot of issues you can't do certain things when you're still under your family's roof but what age do you think is appropriate 
for a man or a woman, an individual to leave the family house. Share your thoughts and opinions under this post. Yes, write it down under this post and I'll read it on episode 5 of Showbiz University. Just Corner is up next and Ceci is here to bring us all the 411. So Ceci is here to bring us headlines in the new segment called Just Corner. Ceci, what's up? Yeah, cool, cool, cool. I'm doing well. So there are a lot of things happening on social, like trends and all that, mm-hmm. like like great stuff's happening. But there's a sad story. We lost um, a big icon. Yeah. Do you know Tina Turner? The rock icon Tina Turner. Yes. We lost her at the age of 83 in Switzerland. Oh, she's old. Yes. Oh. So um, according to a um, spokesperson, she died peacefully in her house. That's what we want to hear. Although it's a sad news that Tina Turner is dead, dying peacefully in her house is something we all pray for. Yeah. So yeah. she died peacefully. I don't know if most of you know some of her songs. Yeah, so she has songs like um, The Best, Proud Mary, mm-hmm. Private Dancer, and then What's Love Got To Do With It. That's an 80s jam. So yeah. to the 2000 and Indomie babies, I'm sure you've heard this song maybe in a, in a commercial or something. What's love got to do? Ooh, got to ooh, do with ooh, it? Yeah, ooh. that's Tina Turner's song. Yes. So yeah, so we lost and may her soul rest in peace. And yeah, that's mm. sad. Yeah, so yeah. we lost someone big. May her soul rest in peace. Yes. Yeah, so there's another story trending. And you know Mr. Drew, right? Ghana's Chris Brown. Yes. So this is what he has to say. He said, I prefer people stop tagging me as Ghana's Chris Brown. Mr. Drew rejects comparison to R&B singer. I just did. Um, Will he beat me? Me, I don't even know what is <laughs> wrong. Like, what exactly? Like, what's, her pro- what's his problem? Will he even get that you're comparing him to um, Chris Brown? Well, in a way, when it comes to, like, identity-wise and brand-wise, it is not right because Chris Brown is up there. Mr. Drew is also trying to carve a niche for himself. So trying to sort of compare him to Chris Brown will, will leave a lot of rooms for criticisms. Yes, mm-hmm. it will. But you know he dances. Chris Brown also dances. Mm-hmm. Like, so when they're on stage, when... Um, Mr. Drew is performing. He's dancing. You know, Mr. Drew started dancing way back in SHS. So he was a dancer before he became a musician. Yes. Yeah, so that's the story. So, like, to, like we, I knew him maybe way back in school, senior high school, as a dancer. Yeah, I didn't know him as a singer. Mm-hmm. So then I'm just surprised seeing him sing. But he dancing was something cool. So I understand why Ghanaians are saying, "Oh, is um, Chris Brown like Ghanaian Chris Brown?" Mm. So um, I'm think I'm thinking he should ride on it. Mm-hmm. And then you should build his brand. Okay. I understand the fact that she does, he doesn't want to be tagged along with that. But yeah. yeah. So he actually said people should stop tagging him. Um, we're here. Yes. We'll, we'll take note, but you yeah. are still Ghana. So he bro. preferred to be addressed as Mr. Drew and not Ghanaian version of an individual or any individual. That's true. Yeah. That's so true. Um, that's what um, Mr. Drew says. And also, um, um, you know, Sally. Uh, Sally. Saliman. Yes, Saliman from Pong. Yeah. She, she's an Enter- opinion entertainment pundit. Yes. Well, very enter- soon- no, please. Entertainment journalist. <laughs> okay, sorry. She doesn't want to be called yeah. pundit. Very soon we'll be having Saliman as a resource person uh, during lecture lecture time on Showbiz University. Yeah, so um, this time around he was on a show on, um, was on um, Caleb's show on Showbiz um, 92. 927. Yes. So um, this is what he has, she has to say. Sakodia is not an extraordinary performer like Black Sharif. Yeah, he didn't mean to, I know, look at the way you're looking at me. I, he didn't, 
she didn't mean it in any bad way. I actually listened to the interview. I actually listened to the video and everything. And um, this is what she has to say. She said, Sir, um, that like he has like this um landlord power. When he comes on stage, he um he has to make people get up. Everybody has to get up, like, yo, Sakodia is on stage and he controls the crowd. But his performance is not like extraordinary, like the way um Black Sheriff comes on stage. I'm like, yo, like the energy. You remember um Kweku the Traveler? You know, and um, when um and Black Sherry did the performance that the water was on the stage. Yeah, that performance. At, uh, three music. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So um, that's I understand where um Sally is driving to, and then she that's what she has to say about. Well, it is one thing. One is hungrier than another. One is full, one is hungry. Sarkodie has been in Black Sherry's shoes. I've seen an old video of Sarkodie dancing on stage before. Like, dancing like an upcoming artist performing. I'll show you that video backstage. So that is the stage Black Sheriff is in right now. You don't expect Sarkodie at his level to put in that much energy like what Black Sheriff is doing. He's past that level. But he'll still perform regardless. Did you watch his global um, citizens performance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I did. it was I great. Did. So just when you need that energy from Sakode, he will provide. But on certain stages, he will just leave the whole jumping around to the yeah, boys' camera. So, yeah, so, so one is hungrier, one is not. Yeah, you are right. One is hungrier, one is them. Um, so um, Sally, this is what Sally has to say. Sakode is decorated. Just look at it. Sakode gets on stage and it's like juju. Everybody mm-hmm. has to get up. Landlord is in. Like, oh. everybody is getting up. And, like, she doesn't understand. Like, she doesn't understand. So she has to sit down. She's like, eh, Obia, sorry. Like, everyone is up. But Black Sheriff, like, performance is so, so, like, mm-hmm. I get crazy. it. I get it. So Sezi, I understand. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming your way with all these headlines. Uh, I know Fantana is in the news. I know the whole depot thing is in the news. But that's all time will allow us to do. Big ups and shout out to Black Sherry for mashing up over the weekend at the Palladium Square in United yes, New that York. Performance yeah, was it was crazy, crazy Charlie. Yes. So, guys, that's Ceci for you. She'll come again next week and bring us three headlines from the entertainment story. <laughs> So on my weekend playlist for this episode, Shatawale has a new song out. It's called Waiting. Yes, Day on the Track also has a song out called The End. And uh, DJ Lord has a playlist out, another playlist called This Is Kiddy. It has a song, uh, some few songs from Kiddy banging. The Asaka Boys has a new song out. Beats Trap featuring Bra Bank. It's called I'm Cool featuring Beast Trap, Reggie, Kweku DMC, Skyface, SDW. So those are three songs that are out now. You can bang to it. You can listen to it. Adina Tembi has Baby out. It's banging all over. You can tune it. Just log on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, just check out the playlist we're doing on Spotify and on Apple. You can bang to it. FES Super Super. It's one of my favorites still. I'm listening to it. Strongman and Aquabo has a new song, Odonkwa, which features Felicia Say and Ekapim uh, Polo in the music video. Mr. Drew's Tomorrow is also banging as well. So these are songs that you can jump to this weekend. Yeah, and that's all for weekend playlist. That's all for weekend playlist for today or for this episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's all we have for you on Showbiz University today. I hope you enjoyed yourself. If you just tuned in, you can just rewind the whole podcast and start from Adam and enjoy yourself. We spoke about music identity when it comes to Ghana. What is Ghana known for? You heard the voice of a Piatus. You heard the voice of a Chiame Kofi. You heard the voice of Sessi bringing you three headlines from the entertainment space. And you heard the voice from yours truly, King Kweku Mensa. Make sure to tune in episode five. Catch this episode and every other episode of Showbiz University on 
Spotify podcast, on AudioMac podcast, on Apple podcast, Google podcast as well, as well as all our social media pages, TV3 Ghana on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. Follow us. Let's vibe. Until then, good vibes and positive energy going out to you all. I'm out.